Hello and welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael. I am a scared little girl in a 32-year-old man's body. And I'm RJ. Time flies in a blink of an eye. <laughs> Time flies in a blink of an eye. I was trying to do a two-part <laughs> harmony there. Okay. You know. I thought like, you were going to jump into I Just Want to Fly. I just want to time flies <laughs> there <we go. laughs> in a blink of an eye. <laughs> or you got to do the Tom voice. Time flies, Time flies. in my eyes. That's Blink a rough sentence for him. <laughs> that is a rough blink sentence. <laughs> I don't know if you could do that. <laughs> Time flies in my eyes. <laughs> but he would try. Why my show? It's interesting how both of their voices sound. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, like, it's like neither of them thought, we should get a singer. <laughs> I, yes. And, like, they're both very distinct. You know? <laughs> yeah. Nobody else sounds like them. Whereas, like, Brand New was around at the time. And, like, they had, you know, two, three-part harmonies. And there's just, like, it was Jesse Lacey, who's generic emo dude. Yeah. With one or two other generic emo dudes just singing. It's like, they yeah, make it's it cool. Work. They yeah. make it work, you know? But say what you want about Green Day. At least Billy can. <sighs> At least he's got some pipes on. Billy's got pipes. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Would you Welcome agree with that statement, paradise. RJ? I feel like Tom is just like, well, this is the best we got. <laughs> <laughs> I got a guitar. You got a bass. We got a drummer, and there's no singer. So like one of tr- us is going to do him. They tried to get Travis to sing. Like, he doesn't even talk. <laughs> let alone sing. He just nodded his head yeah. no and went into his cave. Yeah. <laughs> he only comes out to play drums. Did you guys see the uh, Post Malone um, benefit show through the quarantine where he covered Nirvana songs? Oh, yeah. And Travis Barker was playing with him? Yeah. Like, all of the other people that were there who were just random people were like... You know, happy to be there and whatnot. And Travis Barker's just like, I'm just like just here for the songs. You know, yeah, I'm not gonna like, talk. I'm not gonna wave to the camera. I almost like, died. Yeah, <laughs> I got I got other stuff to do, man. Yeah. I gotta live my life. <laughs> Who knows what's gonna happen? Time had, flies in the blink of an eye, man. I had to eat meat to survive. Yeah, <laughs> I got throat cancer from smoking too many blunts. <laughs> do you know how many blunts that is? It's a lot of blunts. <laughs> Life has flashed before my eyes many times. You can't be on this stupid camera call playing your dumb Nirvana songs. RJ, is the rep- is um is rancid? They're not a three piece, right? No, no, no. They're four piece. Yeah, you Four-sies. got uh, what is it? The Armstrong. You got Lars Fredrickson, and then you got the other two people. Maybe three Matt other Freeman. People. <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> And drummer, <laughs> not and not <laughs> Travis Barker. <laughs> I don't know their drummer actually. Not Lars from Metallica. That's the only drummers I know. I think it was Lars from Metallica. Actually. Okay, it might have been. Yeah, it was Lars Fredrickson and then <laughs> Lars, Lars Ulrich. Yeah, same band. Is there other what other punk three piece bands are there? Well, I can think of one right at the well, top of my head. Well, Green Day. Yeah. Well, yeah, we already. Yeah, but said, besides those ones, we already said Green Day. I you got another one. Singers, but not the three piece. What's the other one? Alkaline Trio. Oh, 
I oh, mean, actually, I don't we'll know that for there. a fact. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking, like, if they had four, they might be Alkaline Life Quartet. Four-o? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I almost had it. Lithium Ion Quartet. <laughs> I'm assuming Angels and Airwaves is not a three-piece, right? I think there's like four or five of them. Yeah, I think that's like a full-on production. It's like we need our we need our wind guy. Where's the guy that does the fans? Where's the guy that plays the theremin that's not plugged in for about, vibes? You know, was, uh, plus forty four is that a three piece? Three piece? Uh, I'm not sure. Top I don't even. Head. I don't even Some know. Some fan you are. Typical. That's not blink. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's I know tons about wings, bro. Yeah. You think he's a Wings fan? No, no. like chicken wings. <laughs> Band on the run. Band on the run. Yeah. Sick. Got one. I know stuff about the the Plastic Ono band. I don't want to know anything oh. about the Plastic Ono band. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can tell you Mark's in plus 44. That's the best I got. Does he sing too? I think he does. He might harmonize better with other people. <laughs> Than Tom? Yes. <laughs> mm. That's because Tom's so good, it's impossible to harmonize with him. He says, I want to sing all nasally all the time. <laughs> it's so distinct. Like, it's like a, it's like blue cheese, you know? Mm. You can't just slip it in there and, like, have no one notice. notice. Yeah, you're going to notice. Yeah. You know? And it's not for everyone, too. He know? is the blue cheese of punk rock. He is the blue cheese of punk rock. <laughs> and I love blue cheese, so that's hard for me to say. And I hate blue cheese. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. I hate it. It's the worst. Some feta? <sighs> Give me some, feta. Oh, some goat cheese? I would say Billy Joe's the feta. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, RJ. Yes. This is your episode. This is. We've been waiting for this for some time. We have. Since day one. I've got a lot of questions. Okay. About mm-hmm. this mix that you made. Are you ready for questions? I think so. Have you prepared? Have you studied I the materials? I don't know. I'm way curious if you gave this mix more thought than we gave this mix. Probably not. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if he's saying that we didn't think about it that much or he didn't I think about it that much. Me either, I'm twirling my mustache right now. I can now. hear it in the microphone. It's, it's like okay. ASMR. <laughs> I like <What> that. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, your episode, Time Flies in a Blink of an Eye. All right, RJ, let's get, let's get into this. Okay. Okay. I sent you a text. Sent you guys some texts. Mm-hmm. So, instead of favorite song, least favorite song, RJ, mm-hmm. I would like you to r- categorize your favorite to least favorite out of these five songs for us. Yes. What is it? Uh, for Do you want me to start with myself, or do you want me to tell you Yourself. You I want to know yeah. yourself. Okay. Yeah. Let's see what you got. Uh, for the favorite song, I'd pick number two. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Uh, then number four. Okay. okay. Then number three. All right. Okay. Then number five. Oh, and then what? number one. Wow. This makes. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're getting spicy. Okay. Mm. <laughs> this is fascinating. All right. <laughs> I hope you have some, you know that you're going to have to explain this. You got some splaining. <laughs> when we go song by song. 
Lucy, you got some explaining to do. All right, do you want to guess Devin? Uh, for Devin, some I DW. did. Devin, I put five. As his favorite? Yes. Okay, interesting. Because it's a song that I'm not favorable of, and then I'm guessing both of you are going to. Yours, the first one I picked was five also. Okay. So it's probably one of those that's like, I liked it. I'm like, well, I hate it. And then it's like, oh. Okay. Right. So I put Starting five. off on a negative note, I see that. <laughs> Noted. Okay. Four. Okay. One. Okay. Two. Three. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And then for one, two, three. myself. Five. K. Two. K. One. K. Four. And then three. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one. The other one. Yeah. I forgot what number it is. Okay. Okay. So. Mm. All right. So, De- Devin, five, four, one, two, three for you. Ooh. Okay. And I've got five, two, one, four, three. This is very interesting, RJ. Mm. Okay, I'm trying to think of what I would say for you, Mike. I wouldn't say five for one. For you, I would say I would say four, two, five, three, one. Four, two, five, three, one, yeah. Interesting. But I... I don't know. It's tough. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Mine, I, really I know mine started as something, like, originally when I first heard it, started and then completely shifted. And this was before we were even doing the, like, one through five thing. I was, yeah. like, thinking about my favorite song and least favorite song, and a lot of things flipped around. Yeah. got I got confused. <laughs> well, I just find it fascinating. I thought I would have loved rj had to say that his favorite to least favorite is the order of the songs mm-hmm. that's what i, I, I would, would have assumed it would be similar at least yeah and yeah. it's not no it's very fascinating here it's 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 really like uh yeah all right well for we're talking a lot about blake way to this episode a lot about him uh, we've talked all about it. I mean, and, <laughs> and Green Day. Probably Green Jimmy Day. Love might get brought up. Yeah. We've talked about Blink before. Because, RJ, you have had Blink on a... I forget which mix it was. Uh, it, you want Blink? This should cover it. Oh, no, that was yeah. cover the, songs. The, yeah, you had one... You had one just from, of a Blink Oh, song. I had it off their self-titled. Yeah. Um, it was like the first third or second third mix that I had. Yeah. Yeah. So we've talked about them before. Most people know them. They've been around since 1982. Uh, now they've got the Skeebs up there. Um, with Tommy D gone. Him and Scott Raynor need to form a band. Oh, from uh, the original drummer? Yeah. Is he still alive? <laughs> He's still alive. Yeah. Is doing what, stuff. What did he do after missing out on this huge opportunity? I think he's just like, I don't want to be in that do that anymore so he kind of so did, did he like go sell in, furniture went back to yeah, school could you imagine and, yeah telling your kids being like yeah, yeah. i played in, in a band yeah <laughs> oh sure you did dad yeah yeah well where it was like a garage band it was like it was journey yeah it was in journey have you heard of them yeah can you imagine like just especially with kids nowadays like you know because it's a little 
you know, different generation of the music. It's like, oh, I played for a band called Blink-182. Who? Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> they were a big band. Mm-hmm. Sure, Dad. Yeah. The, right. the one, garage band? Yeah. The one with the guy with the tattoos? <laughs> Everybody has tattoos now. Like, Travis Barker's irrelevant, <laughs> you know? I think it's fascinating that in the Wikipedia stuff for Blink-22 that there's many people who seem to think that they are they are the band that formed all bands post them. Mm-hmm. Meaning that like there'll be like a list of like people who are influenced by Blink-22 and it's like Paramore wouldn't exist if it wasn't for Blink-22 and it's like you sure about that? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> You could say, like, I liked them as a kid. I don't think that they defined music. I could be wrong with this. No, but okay. I see where they're going with that. Um, maybe there is an argument there, but also Green Day was around before them and popular before them. Yeah, and I would say Green Day over them 100%. Yeah, and what what Blink-182 did is added a more melodic pop element to it because green day was like for all intents and purposes at the time in the nineties punk music on the radio. So like compared to everything else that was on the radio at the time, like that was the punkest thing. And then blink One Eight Two came out and we're like, we're punk too, but you know, we're a little bit softer. Is so Adam's song I, before time of your life. When did uh, Time of Your Time Life, Life come out? I think Time of Your Life came out like 94. Something. Yeah, it was early. Yeah, and then uh, Adam's song came out like 99 or 2000. Yeah, so Time of Your Life was before. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're on the forefront. Yeah. Of doing stuff like that. Yeah. Like, what is it? Asomniac, I think, came out like 94, 96 or something. And then I think Dookie came out like 96, 98. Yeah. And that's when they blew up everywhere. Time of Your Life is 97. Okay, so it was a couple of years later. Some good riddance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the thing is, it's not like there were only these two bands. Like, there was there was the band Good Riddance. There's Lagwagon. Like, there was uh, Pulley. You know, there's all... No Effects has been around since the late 80s. I'm, I'm sorry, there's something wrong with your microphone. I'm talking <laughs> about these awesome bands. <laughs> Here's some farts. But anyways... No effects, you know, like something wrong with your microphone, Mike. <laughs> if you're into Christian music, if you like Christian rock, MXPX, you oh, know, yeah, the less than effects. Jake, Ooh. add a little ska, ska. to it, you know. <laughs> so there, <laughs> there, there were there were these bands around, but they just uh, didn't gain popularity for one reason or another. Like Jawbreaker had a notorious deal with, uh, I think, like Epic Records or something where they got an absurd amount of money to produce a record in the hype of Green Day and possibly Blink-182 being these huge hits. And record labels were just throwing money at bands that are like, you're going to be the next big thing, or you're going to be the next big thing. Like, we need this type of music. So Jawbreaker, which was a very unknown band and a great pop-punk band from that time, like emo-style band, got a, a huge record contract. And sold virtually, like, no records because nobody cared about it. And everybody was like, yeah, we got Green Day. What else do we need? We got Green Day and fucking Creed, dude. That's because these bands had 
such a specific era of music because no one knew what was happening in music. That mid to late 90s into the early 2000s, just everything was shit in music. It it got weird. I think, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think grunge kicked that off. didn't know what it was doing. Yeah. Grunge, you had no doubt being a big, like, you had all these things that were happening. And it's like, well, of course Blink-22 because they're like silly boys. Hold on. Let's let's go back to this, right? Silly boys, right? Late 90s, all of a sudden you have a guy that's like, I can rap. I call myself Eminem. And then he comes out with this first one from 99. And, you know, that sums up the 90s. Yeah. Yeah, I, there was a lot of nonsense going on. A lot of foolishness, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With music. It was just like a bunch of like one-hit wonders and shitty 90s music. Yeah. And just like no one knew what was happening. And it wasn't for me, like in my opinion, it's not until the early 2000s until like things started to kind of become more like – I guess in rock music, not hip hop, because hip hop it takes until Kanye like really popping, yeah, for things to start to develop into what oh, they're now. Ludacris kind of changed the game. But, <laughs> <laughs> we'll give some credit to Kanye. <laughs> no, to what you're saying though, like that mix that I made of those five songs that you know, you, who are these people? Yeah, like we had all heard those songs, and each one of them has like a very strange tone to it when we listen to it out of context of the radio. Right. You know, like, one of the songs was done by two, like, Swedish DJs Mm -hmm. that we've never heard of before and we'll never hear of again. Yeah. like, and it was a huge hit song. Um, Another one was, like, like that White Town one. It's like, what kind of music is that? You know, we had the Moby shit going on. It's like, does Moby play instruments? No. Or, like, how does this music get made? Is this the next type of music? What is it? Like, yeah. Nobody fucking knows. What is Beck? I don't even I don't know. know. <laughs> that song How Bizarre. Like what yeah. type of music is that? How it's some bizarre. like How heroin bizarre. addict just mumbling into a microphone <laughs> with some trumpets in the background. <laughs> is that music? Isn't yeah. Beck like a, a cake? No Beck cake? No. Because no, I don't remember. Beck is a very talented musician. <laughs> Had one Beck's great a rapper, album. don't you know? Yeah, you know the back. <laughs> He's an MC, RJ. Yeah. I, miss, I miss that one. You like white MC rappers. Beck. I do. You might like them. In a long <laughs> jacket. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I think it's cake. I think it's cake. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't care, though. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know. So, like... Blink's emergence, I remember them, but I was gonna ask Art, like RJ, do you consider yourself a silly boy? Are you a silly boy? If I am a silly boy, I think I'm kind of lazy. Because you like Eminem, Blink One Two, and Luda. Mm-hmm. All sillies. They are silly. Bunch of silly billies. Oh, Luda. Yeah, well, I think for the most part. How do you feel about the Jerky Boys? <laughs> no. <laughs> Do they have that one song? Um, yeah, who let the dogs out? No, not that one. <laughs> that is a silly song. Dude. Party was hot. The party was jumping. <laughs> hey, yeah. you. you know that song's about ugly women at a party? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's really about. That's awesome. Yeah. Sorry. Go on. Uh, so I think it was just during the, that time, like in the 90s, I was a silly boy. Possibly that's how I got intrigued by 
these artists and they kind of sucked me in with their silly and goofiness. And you're a fan you, of uh, CKY? Not really. Jackass? I did enjoy Jackass back in the day. He loves Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so you think that you were, do you think that that's the best way that you thought to like express yourself was to be a silly boy? Yeah, but I was lazy, so I didn't. Mm. But I got my jokes. Do you, are you still a silly boy, or was that oh, no. just an uh, era? That was an era. Yet again, what, that was in the 90s. Are you a silly man now? <laughs> What'd you turn into? Uh, lazier. <laughs> like, okay? Don't move much. Okay. You a lazy boy? I'm a, I'm a lazy boy now. <laughs> We're talking in context <laughs> like of music. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah, I can listen to music while I'm sitting. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Kind of lazy music do you I listen to? i got to sleep with it. <laughs> I mean, that's true, though, because you listen to silly boy music still, but you're not a silly boy, Mm-mm. or you don't consider yourself a silly boy. Yeah, you throw Enema State on, I'll be like, I'm fine with this, I like this. Ooh, ooh, ooh. You're a big yeah. Sum 41 fan? I do like their first two, three albums. That means, yes, he's a huge fan. Alien Ant Farm? Uh, yep. No. <laughs> that means yes, slightly. <laughs> you're a big Manson head. I did enjoy him back in the day. He's a yeah. big silly boy. He's a big silly boy, especially <laughs> lately. <laughs> silly boy getting in trouble. <laughs> what about this Eminem of the state? A Blink-182 <laughs> Eminem mashup. They did I do the Blink-182 and Lil Wayne thing, and I was not a fan of that. Yeah, but you don't like Lil Wayne. That's true. You like Eminem. I do like Eminem. <laughs> or if Haley Williams sang backup on some fucking Dido song with Blink-182, Stan... Blink-182, Haley Williams singing Dido's part. That's fine. I would, I would support you that. Get, you're smiling now. You're getting, <laughs> would, getting real I'd happy. Do that. Yeah. I'd do that. I'm down for that. You're, uh, a, you're a DMX fan? I was a DMX fan, yes. He's a silly boy. RJ, He's well, a silly dog. Okay. He was a Rough Rider. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Eve, Rough Riders, you know. Yeah. You're RJ a big fan a of paw tattoo on his titty. <laughs> <laughs> I do or? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. You're a biscuit head? Oh, I was all about Limp Bizkit. They're silly boys. They're all business. Well, $3 <laughs> bill, y'all. Significant other. Chocolate starfish. Yeah, yeah. I had all those. Yeah. Interesting. Should I be feeling bad? Oh, Should Kid I Rock. I had Kid Rock as well. He's not a silly boy. Oh, he's the silliest of boys. <laughs> he has a midget on stage with him. <laughs> okay, you're right. That's the silliest a boy can be. <laughs> I'm gonna tell him you said that. <laughs> tell him. He can come over here and he's yeah. like, he'd be like, "Who are you?" And he'd be like, "You don't know who I am." <clears throat> My name is Kid. I don't recognize you without a Kanga hat. Yeah, you got those cowboy hat. What's on your Kango? Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. So RJ, he's a silly boy. He loves uh, some blinks. Let's get into some blinks here. So. You started the mix off with Carousel. Yes. This comes from, this is the opening track of 1995's Cheshire Cat. Cheshire. Three minutes and 15 seconds. The song originated during the first jam session between band members, guitarist Tom DeLong and bassist Mark Hoppus. The song has been a staple of the band's live performances since their founding. Carousel was later included as the only non-single on the band's greatest hits. It's pretty interesting. Hmm. The origins of Carousel lie in the first jam sesh. Uh, the two were introduced by Hoppus' sister, Anne, 
They met in Delon's garage for hours. The two practiced the songs Delonge had written, collected from a red notebook, and Hoppus's compositions. By the end of the night, the two had formed the basis of Carousel. Um, uh, the song remains a staple of the band's live performances. I felt massively enamored with how the kids reacted to performing the song. Delonge told Rolling Stones in 2013. Uh, following the band's show at Brooklyn's Music Hall in Williamsburg. I got soaked into their enthusiasm last night, trying to figure out why that song is still around. Um, yeah, and it says, uh, it's a love-hate thing. To me, it was a philosophical kind of question. How did we have one of our first songs, if not our first? How do you feel not a part of it? I always feel I wish I wrote better lyrics. Yet at the same time, it was so different from pop punk or for pop punk, it was like so fast. That doesn't make any sense. That sentence. No. Delange, just babbling about nonsense. Okay, RJ, why this song? The spice melange. Uh, I mean, it, since it is like the intro track to it, it was also on the the one for Buddha. Their, uh, I guess, their album before this. And so this is Cheshire Cat's not their first album. Uh, it, it, they like to call their first one kind of a demo hmm. so sometimes they include it like oh because uh, hence why um their la- their newest album they called it nine because it is their ninth album if you include buddha oh interesting oh, it's the only one it's convenient for them <laughs> so so literally uh this song was on buddha as their first song too it's a little different it's a little like not as like compressed it sounds different and they add a little extra parts to it on this one and just because it is that one, and I was just like, oh, it's the one of the songs, and I did enjoy it as you know one of the first songs they made. I decided to put it first on the mix, and I do like the song. But it's your least favorite of yeah. the five. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I did it by date, so it's the, the, the release. Yeah, but when you said your, your yes. favorite. Yes, so, so it is, yeah. yeah, but in this one, that is why I put it first on the mix, because it is in release date. Sure. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's your least favorite. Yeah. it's cool because it's like i do enjoy this song but i mean they have strayed away from this um i think i like just with their their kind of tempo with scott rayner as their drummer um this one and their second one dude ranch there is a, a difference with the playing style especially with travis and because you can tell the difference with those kind of like the way that they sound and the way that they you know just their popularity that they got after Enemy of the State came out that it's like, you know, pathetic. I did like that song. Love that song. But I think I like that more than Carousel, even though, it you know, it brought me in when I first started listening to this, these two first albums by them. So I was just like, I do like it, but it's not my favorite song in that era. Hmm. Interesting. Who do you know who like initiated the change in tone from this or at least from these first three songs? Like was um, so, it Delange who initiated I have the like that same exact question? <laughs> you mean like how they they changed their style and their sounds? Mm-hmm. Well, like who? Um, yeah, like who was it? Do I don't know? know who the actual one was, but I know that they started getting popularity with the Josie and Damn It off their Dude Ranch album. They started getting big. They started getting signed, and then I guess you know the record people come in and they're like, "We want you to sound this," and they're like, "Well, we'll guess we'll release a song called All the Small Things and What's My Age Again." But, what if but Josie... those songs still, like, 
you see the the connection between this song and what's my age again. Yeah, up to enema state. You're you like, don't see the connection between this song and down. No. So do you know like what happened? So you're looking for a post that then? Okay. Um, I don't know who changed the style between that, but then you'll start listening to, especially when they went from. Uh, I mean, mind you, one of my least favorite albums by them is uh, "Take Off Your Pants and Jacket." Not oh, a huge fan Arguably about this one. The, the biggest. Yes, this is like when they started blowing <laughs> had up. Had a bunch more. of hits. It's arguably the, their the biggest rock album. Show. <laughs> but like you have a, it is oh. actually that book right there. Is it right it's here? That's the tablature book too. Oh fuck yeah! I'm gonna learn these songs while we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> um, but literally, you went from I believe Enema State, and then you went the live one, and then you went the Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, and it's like they changed their style, and then from there they had their little hiatus. And then they came back with the Blink-182 self-title, and then that was like a completely different what they've done previously, and that's where it had Down, and you compare Down to like, you know, Carousel, and you're like, oh, that's a totally different Blink than it was in the 90s. So I don't know who was like, hey, we should change the style. Their pants back then were so fucking cool. They were. <laughs> it's like not Studied like 90s baggy, but it's like baggy enough and like Etnies shoes that are like... Fucking they huge. might be stuffed. Yeah, <laughs> stuffed a little bit. You might okay. be stuffing. You got a sock in there. White wrapped belts. around with a rubber band around the tongue. <laughs> yeah. You know? Got my This album, though. Take off your I pants keep, and jacket. I keep the little dangly thing uh, with the oh. balls that you hook around it. I just keep it on, on the shirt. Gotta keep it on there. <laughs> yeah, it's like a fucking tag for a hat, bro. Yeah. I got my tour machine skateboard. Uh, <laughs> I got my tech dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For school. <laughs> yeah, take off your pants and jacket. First date. Uh, the it's Rock Show. Stay together for the kids. The Reckless biggest. Abandon. <laughs> probably other songs that I don't know. Anthem Part 2 was probably a song. Okay, I mean, no, it wasn't a song. It was a song, but it wasn't a, yeah. a single. I thought it was fascinating, which when we get between three and four, RJ, why on earth you did not include a song from take off your pants or jacket or the self-titled or self-titled yeah the two arguably biggest <laughs> albums from them i'm yeah. i'm very curious when we get when we get there RJ. okay yeah. okay okay <laughs> now when this song carousel came on i don't think i i've listened to like anything pre enema of the state probably i don't think yeah. so that's you probably heard damn it yeah damn from it. dude ranch yeah. but uh yeah I always assumed Dammit was on Enema of the State just because I forget things and it sounds like it could be, kind of. I was pleasantly surprised listening to this song. Mm. And it's because it sounds like other pop punk bands that I enjoy, Mm -hmm. which I was surprised about because I thought Blink had their sound and the thing that they do. And I listened to this song. I was like, oh, this could be like an East Coast pop punk band from the same time era. Like I thought it was bizarre because I'd never heard this song, um, and I, I liked it enough, RJ, that I listened to this whole album. Oh, okay, I'm mm. intrigued. They do have their, a lot of their slapstick stuff. That it's like I could do without you. Silly well, boys. That's <laughs> the, the they do have their okay. silly boy stuff. I could do without that. That's Wait, Mike, the, are you a silly boy? I'm not. <laughs> I've said this multiple times. I do right. not enjoy happy music. 
Okay. All right. <laughs> they have some stuff. I'm like, all right, take take that out. Take that and out. That's and then my, you have a decent album. Dude, that's literally like every time I listen to a song on this album, I'd be like, oh, this is a song that's actually pretty fucking good. And then they just take a left turn. Oh, I want to <laughs> fuck the dog in the ass. No, we're not even there. Oh, like, I know. That's the only <laughs> skit that I know, though. <laughs> It's just bizarre to me because I'll be listening and I'll be like, oh, this is actually kind of good. And then the actual Blink-182 side of things comes into play. And I'm like, this is fucking dog shit. Why are you doing this right now? Yeah. You have something so good going on here. <laughs> yep. I think it's just the the time and because, it, you know, Silly Boys and then you're just – that is the age range that they're, they're – they're going to be like, ooh, they just moaned and pretended they're like, you know, having sex with a horse. Can I make a point that I just thought of yeah, right you can. now? So I haven't thought about it too much, and uh, <laughs> it's probably not going to make sense. But like you were saying, at this time, albums were made with skits. Like Eminem's did. A lot of rap albums had skits. Yeah. And not many mm. other albums, but I mean, like Corn, like they had skits. Popular <laughs> <They did>. music. <laughs> <laughs> Skits, you mean scats, right? By skits, you mean so scats. Shut <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. up, talking to the man at the store. But okay. music from this time, I don't know when it cut off, but music from this time, they had a bunch of shit on the albums. Yeah. They had this silly boy shit, and there was like some media exposure from TRL. And that's about it. So uh, nowadays we have Twitter and we have, you know, all these public stunts happening. Like, not stunts, but like shit that happens that we're like, oh, my God, Ariana Grande licked a donut, you know, to get attention. So all this, all this shit that's happening with social media right now is really just replacing this dumb shit that we heard before when we look back on it. Because people back then used to listen to albums, whereas now people listen to... Two songs at a time at most, you know, like new artists don't even have albums. They just have singles. So I feel like it's kind of like their way of interjecting some of their personality out into the world, Hmm. whether we like it or not. Mm -hmm. But uh, I feel like that's kind of a reason a lot of these bands did stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. As they say, like video killed the radio star. Yeah, social media killed the skit star. Yeah, the silly boys. <laughs> silly, social media killed the silly boy star. And then like Spotify. You know. Who's the silliest people in music right now? Lil Nas X. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, he, like he's the silliest whole, boy of all. Yeah, his. You know, the baby silly. The baby getting real silly lately. <laughs> yeah, but he don't like his boys being silly. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I mean. Well, they, it's got to be clean. They be and silly, silly, but they got to be clean. <laughs> Yeah, wash them dang legs. Yeah. Like, Little Nas X's name literally came from a name generator to find the most clickable name. Yeah. So it was Little because that's what every rapper does, like SoundCloud rapper. And then Nas for the greatest rapper alive and X because X is an interesting, you know, an interesting letter, I guess. Like, yeah. it was it was made by an algorithm. And he's like, I'm going to use this and be huge. And then he fucking trolled country music now he's trolling white christian america and then he's planning on going back to country i guess i guess so yeah yeah that's silly boy shit yeah that is the silliest boys like denzel curry he's a silly boy yeah yeah he's a silly boy eminem he's still a silly boy 
Little he Dicky's silly. quite silly. Oh, he's very silly. Yeah. Although I'm, dude, why can't they just? He just needs to put out a, the new album of the songs. I just want to listen to the songs. I just want to hear serious songs from Dave. I just want to listen to ha 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 ha. Yeah. I just want to listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> I have no place to listen to it. <laughs> wait, you just wait, record wait. it off the TV. Yeah. Is, is Kanye a silly boy? Oh, he's the silliest. He is the silliest he is like the boy. master silly. Yeah. yeah. I think Wearing that's why him and, him and Drake have issues. That's true. It's because Drake's, Drake's not a silly boy. No, he's not. He's no. he's he's my kind of boy. Although he I do like he Kanye. He is a sad boy. Yeah. He's a Drake is definition of sad boy music. Yeah. Like but also he's he seems like he tries to get or like people try to force him into the silly boy category by being like Oh my God! Look at this. He rented out Dodger Stadium for for this girl, which is not Although, silly boy shit. Yeah, Tuesday, it's just Tuesday Slides is a silly boy song. That's a silly song. <laughs> Either way you put it, I'm gonna fucking slide. <laughs> uh, Devin, how do you feel towards Carousel? So I definitely learned this on bass when I was younger because it was rad. And uh, I remember the song, but I didn't remember the quality of it. Mm-hmm. And my my thought was similar to yours as, like, listening to this objectively. Like, this is so close to a lot of the stuff that I like, but uh, it lacks that, like, the recording quality. It sounds like a garage demo, so I see why they're saying, like, I know this is their professional album, but it really does sound like a demo track. Yeah. And I would like to hear this updated you know them play it i don't know if they played it on that live album that they did oh with auto-tune you want to hear it with auto-tune yeah, a little bit of auto-tune <laughs> yeah a little bit t-pain on the track um i'd like to hear that though i want to hear that how they would interpret it in like the enema of the state era see i like the shittiness of the recording okay yeah i think that adds more value to i do enjoy that yeah, because okay. when you get the crisp pop punk, I'm out. Yes. So and then that's that's where they go. Yeah. And so when you get into that era, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. So moving on from Carousel, we've got Pathetic off of Dude Ranch. It's the opening track of Pathetic. I thought you were gonna do something here, RJ, and then you decided not to. What was I gonna do? You just have three opening tracks. Oh, okay. Out of five. Uh, it's two minutes and 27 seconds. Um, something to note here. Carousel is credited as a Delange song. Yes, Spice Melange. Pathetic is credited as a Hoppus Delange mixture. Okay. Mm. Delange took credit as soon as he could. Yeah. Interesting. Hop lounge, as they say. <laughs> you think? Do you think? Just hop along. Do you, think, do you think Spice Melange actually wrote that baseline for Hoppers? I don't think so. Uh, so yeah, Dude Ranch is their second studio album, released in 1997, uh, following moderate sales of Cheshire Cat and their growing popularity in Australia. Dude Ranch was the band's final recording, released on Cargo. And the last to feature their full original lineup with Scott Rayner. Uh, the band recorded the album between 1996 and 1997 at Big Fish Studios. Um, 
The album was released summer of 97 and was a success, reaching number 67 on the Billboard 200. Uh, the second single, Damn It, became a rock radio hit single. Um, three more singles were released with Josie gathering MTV play and charting highly in Australia. Dude Ranch eventually grew in sales and was certified platinum in the U.S. by the end of the decade. Uh, Raynor suffered a uh, tragic loss during the West Coast Minotaur. I, Minotaur? It's, it's mini-tour, but I want to say <laughs> Minotaur. <Okay. laughs> you know, the tour with horse legs. <laughs> I would be all in if Blink had a Minotaur oh, tour. Oh, Minotaur? <laughs> or they just travel the country on covered wagon? <laughs> Ooh! Uh, he flew home, forcing the band to find a fill-in drummer, Travis Barker, of the ska punk support band, the Aquabats. Pizza party! <laughs> <laughs> Barker Love learned the best. drum tracks for the band's set in only 45 minutes prior to the first show. Probably it's not the most complicated drumming, so it should be all right. Um, this, uh, according to Raynor, he was fired through a phone call despite his agreement to rehab. Didn't know that. Mm. Despite this, he felt no malice toward his former bandmates and conceded the, they were right to fire him. Mm. Is Mark... Uh, is he a sober dude? Do you know? I'm him? not sure. Not sure. I feel like I read something about it recently, I think but I think had he had a drinking problem before. That's why mm-hmm. they got rid of him. I mean, they were so young, so it's like you, you had two he, beers yeah, tonight. That's maybe you're too just many in a fucking rock band that just made it to the radio. Yeah, yeah you're gonna drink. The but Tom didn't have a substance abuse issue, right? I think he did a lot of pills. Did he at that time? I think they said on one of his interviews, he was just like, yeah, for recording this album, we just took a lot of Vicodin and like watched a lot of porn. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot what album that was, but that was for something. Honestly, I understand his voice when I remember that he is addicted to painkillers. I'm like, yeah, that probably sounds cool as shit when you're high on Vicodin. Where (laughs) are you? Where are you? (laughs) Has anybody ever thought to sing like this? (laughs) No. Apparently, there's a there's a Reddit pop punkers comments, and it's titled "Is anyone else concerned about Mark Hoppus?" <laughs> I think he has cancer right I'm now. I'm speaking specifically about California's weaker moments, i.e., sober. Oh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He did. He does have cancer, right? Yeah, I think that's where I read that he was sober, mm. but it might be a recent thing. I don't know. I don't think he had issues with it, though. I don't remember hearing anything Stage about that. Stage four large B-cell lymphoma. Hmm. Oh, he'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the good, that's, that's the good one. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So why pathetic, RJ? It's fun because uh, I kind of like this one because it did go back and forth between Mark and Tom, and I do this like because this one's fun to watch them do live, too. I was going to throw the live one on. Actually, no, I wasn't. But um, Why'd you uh, say that, then? Just to make Mike mad. (laughs) (laughs) It's rude to make people mad. But it's... uh, Triggering me. I do just enjoy the back and forth that they kind of did. And, you know, it's just... It's Blink. It sounds like Blink. And and it's not quite Enema of the State, but it's still kind of the previous stuff. And I enjoyed that. This sounds like the same band. Going from Carousel yep. to Pathetic. It's nice. And I loved it because I used to, the, 
you know, there was another former coworker I used to work with, and we used to always duet this at work. Oh, you'd always so. do what at work? We 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 do a duet. No, you suck each other off. Yeah, yeah. and then it's as called we sang, a sixty-nine. Oh, that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah. I called it the Filipino reach around. <laughs> hey Jeff, do you want a duet? Yeah, <laughs> I'll meet you in the bathroom in five, buddy. <laughs> You want a hop long? Yeah. <laughs> hop long on this dick. Yeah. Um, so you just like the song? Yeah. Now I think I like this one. Uh, Carousel. And Dude Ranch is an important album of theirs? I do like the, the one. It, it's kind of, I mean, it's the stepping stone for them to be. I didn't ask if you liked it. I said, is you it mean, an important album? Is it, is it important? It is the one that they got into the public eye with their, you know, they got radio play on, like, you know, for uh, Josie. Damn, it became a kind of a hit, and they started doing bigger tours around, like, you know, California and wherever else. I think they got to Canada a couple of times, too. Can and do you say? like Pathetic more than Damn It or Josie? Um, Ooh, I got him. I got him. I think I, I like... I think I like... Uh, pathetic him. more. Actually, no, I, I kind of like all three of them. I don't know if I have a favorite That's not at an all. answer. <laughs> Can I just say, what if Josie was written about the midget that played with Kid Rock? <laughs> Is that his name? It was Josie. Josie. Yeah. Okay. Well, Josie, you're mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, but no, but I like all three of them. Um, I do kind of like this one because it was the intro to it. And I think Damn It was like number three on the album. So it was like right after this one kind of. I enjoyed it. I think it was a good stepping stone into their career of you know getting more popular. I don't think you know how numbers work because number two would be after number one normally. I took a pause. That's oh, right. Oh, after. okay. So you see the, the oh, you took a nap between them. Yeah. So for you, three is after one. See, okay. It was like it's. I don't understand this Filipino math. <laughs> Never get it. Yeah, I like the song. I don't like the transition between Carousel and Pathetic. Um, but I like this song. I think it's a, it's a good song. Do you think there would have been a better transition with Josie or Damn It? I'm not I agree. Those are enough with them. The, I know Damn It's like the hit. Josie, I know. I didn't know that was. Was that on the radio? Or people are listening to it? Uh, yeah, it, was a it had radio play. Okay. Yeah, it was it, a single. Yeah, I know. The, I know the beginning to that, and it. It is more like Enema of the State, but uh, it's not at the same time. So it's like if you like or if you don't like Enema of the State for a certain reason, you might like this album or this Dude Ranch album. Um, yeah, I don't know. The transition was. Well, it's hard because you're going from an opening yeah. track to an opening track. So it's going to start off weird going yeah. into an opening track. Yeah. Yeah. But I like the song. How do you feel towards the song, Devin? I liked it. Yeah. Um, I I think I've heard this album before, but I don't I don't remember hearing it. So this is all fresh to me. I would assume um, their first three albums all sound the same. Am I right? Uh, I mean, are we, I mean are Buddha we including and, Buddha? Buddha and the Cat, they, they sound very similar. Because it's like, you know, the demo, I think it was recorded the year before, and then they went straight to the Cat. And then after that, I think it was like a two, three years, they finally recorded uh, Dude Ranch. 
So there was a little space to it. So they kind of, you know, you can practice more songs. You can mm. see which ones do we want to put on this album. So there's a little change. And then after that, Enema of the State came out. And it's like, oh, you sound completely different. I new drummer, like, new style, new new radio hits. I feel like it's a pretty big change between Cheshire Cat and this album. Yeah, hmm. dude, it is. You but can tell the difference. It's I, I don't know if it's mostly in quality or uh, the way that they're playing certain things. Because... In my opinion, Carousel sounded like full of guitar, where it's like you could have spots where it was just, you know, more sparse. It was just like, I'm trying to cover this whole song with sound, whereas Dude Ranch is like more calculated the way Enema of the State is. Like, Enema of the State is a very well-engineered album altogether. Dude Ranch is kind of like that, but it still has a little bit that punk rock mentality to it. I think it's just better mixed, and then you have everything prior to Dude Ranch, and it's just yeah. like you turn up your gain as hard as you can and just rock out. Yeah. <laughs> Put the mic at yeah. the end of the, the room and be like, all right, we're recording. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I like this song, though. Um, it reminded me of Lifetime. Yeah. It reminded hey. me of like something that lived in between 1996 Lifetime and 2008 Lifetime, whenever they came back. Like, yeah. Again, any East Coast pop punk band, it reminds yeah. me of. I wanted to say Kid Dynamite, but I don't want to give them credit for that. Yeah, you know, like, right. but similar to that because it was fast and it had like, it actually had melody to it, which was cool. It's I feel like in this song you can see the roots of what they do best to like hook people mm-hmm. with their their back and forth and their melodies getting stuck in people's heads. Like this was a good example of the the roots of that. So I liked it for that, and it wasn't overly, like, poppy, annoying uh, melody-wise, whereas, like, most, like, melodies that I hear in pop songs, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like, it sounds like everything else. Like, this right. one's like, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Enjoyed. I did. All right, moving and, on. And then <laughs> we've got Wendy Clear from Enema of the State. That's the eleventh track off the album. Two minutes and fifty si- or two minutes and fifty seconds. Good note here. This is a hoppus joint. Just hoppus. <laughs> Just by himself. Joint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this album came out in nineteen ninety nine after a long series of performances at various clubs and festivals and cl- uh, several indie recordings throughout the nineties, but going to first achieve popularity on the Warp Tour and in Australia. Uh. Uh, why is it telling me all this? Uh, to record their third album, Blink-182 turned to veteran punk rock producer Jerry Finn, who had previously worked on Green Day's breakthrough album, Dookie. Enema was the band's first album to feature second drummer, Travis Barker. So that's probably a lot of why they changed, was because they got with a producer who was like, Mm-hmm. We can make this more radio friendly, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Tone down the guitar a little bit. Yeah. What you two are doing, do that more. And Travis just do weird things on the drums. Yeah. Just get more tattoos. Come back <laughs> later. Did you say this is the second one? So Dude Ranch they had Barker? No. No. This, this is the first one. Scott. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Literally from touring for Dude Ranch, that's when Scott like left. Got it. Uh guitarist Tom DeLonge and bassist Mark Hopas primarily called stories from friends and autobiographical situations to craft summer-related tracks revolving around breakups, suburban parties, and maturity, as well as more offbeat subject matter 
such as UFO conspiracy theories. Hell yeah. <laughs> if they were just a UFO band, I would have listened to them no matter what they sound like. Um, the album sold over 15 million copies worldwide. We got What's My Age Again, All the Small Things, Adam Song, all the hits. Now, I think it might be argued that you could have left Dude Ranch off of this, RJ. I could have. <laughs> I don't know about that. I kind of liked Pathetic, though, so that's why I threw it on. I know. Well, like, the first two songs sound, like, really well, from like, together. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, an obvious difference when you get but to this third. I kind of wanted, well, I mean, I wanted to do, you know, Buddha sounds like Cheshire Cat, so they, I just, that's that. Then I kind of went into Dude Ranch was the stepping stone into Enema of the State. So, you know, it's just, be the t- you know, the way that they were released. But also it's like, you know, style-wise of, oh, they definitely changed But there's Midway no three. stepping stone between Enema and Neighborhoods. You know what I mean? It, it, there is an album that's a self-titled album that might be a, self- a stepping stone. I, I kind of want to stray away from that because <laughs> we did do that one before. And I was like, I don't want to go back to that. And like, I was like, I like songs on there, but I think I like songs from Neighborhood better. Man. Well, yeah, you said that, that that's your favorite album, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to skip that one since I've done that already. And I don't, I was like, I don't want to put any of their, like, you know, I don't want to put What's My Age Again on there. I don't want to put Down on there. I don't want to put Always. It's like, we've heard those and they work, but they're not like my top favorite songs. Interesting. Interesting. Now, um, I was a little confused at the lyrics of this song. Am I the only one? I didn't listen to the lyrics, but I don't know what the fuck the title is. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I listened, like, I heard part of the lyrics, but when you read, like, summer, I don't know what you're saying, summer songs, I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. But I don't get it. Um, so, like, I thought that this was, like, a Silly Boy song the first time I heard it, and then the more, the next time I heard it, I'm like, I don't think he's saying that, so it's not a Silly Boy song. It's not a Silly Boy song. I thought he was saying, I wish I didn't have to pee so bad, <laughs> instead of be so bad. <laughs> and I thought kind that of a downing song. There, Yeah, I thought that they were just being Silly Boys, and just, I wish I didn't have to pee so bad, when they're just talking about all this other so shit. <laughs> Uh, mm. So I liked it more the more I listened to it. Once you're like, oh, okay. Because, yeah. I mean, if you listen to the lyrics, they're nothing that they're like, those are the best lyrics I've ever heard. It's just like, oh, that's a, one of those songs where it's like, I wish it didn't have to be so bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I didn't mind the song once I once it was non-silly. You know what I mean? <laughs> once we got the silly out. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a silly boy. Um, Devin, how'd you feel towards it? I'm... I'm a silly sad boy. Um so I uh thought it was okay. I <laughs> I listened to this album a lot when I was younger. Uh this was like the one album that I had from Blink and I feel like everybody had it. And I remember I don't remember this song too much. Is this it was the, like number it was like number 11 out of like the 12 or mm, something. It was like this, one of the last tracks. Is this the Lady Nurse? Yes. Yeah, this is Lady okay. Nurse, yeah. The porn star. Whoa, yeah. bro! With yeah, whoa, she's a sex worker, bro. Yeah, what are you yeah. doing here? I, there's nothing wrong with that. Trying to bring us back to 1999. To us- Come on, man! <laughs> Make sure you be saying words you can't say. 
porn store. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Uh, oh, crap. What was that skateboard company that just had mostly nurses, mostly nude? I remember that. Oh, I forgot what that skateboard company. Damn, was. shorties. I, yeah. No. Was, no. Um, I remember that. Yeah. Fuck, I, that's gonna bother me. Yeah, me too. I feel like Chad Muska had one of them. <laughs> he had Toy Machine. Isn't that weird how we remember like certain pro skaters from back then? Like he also had a boombox. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hookups. Hookups. That's what it was called. Just hookups. Yep. Hookups. Damn, they're not around anymore. Well, they might be. I mean, is any skateboard company around anymore? I think people still do it. Yeah. There's like skating like who? stuff. And- who skateboards? Nigel Houston. <laughs> if so, you want to know. Tony Hawk still skates. And some guy with an Asian name that I can't pronounce. <laughs> He's really good, and he was in the Olympics. No, I was at the bar, I think, and they literally had, like, skateboarding, like, the X Games on or something like that. And I was like, oh. The, they hit the Olympics? I would have been skateboarding. Sitting yeah. in the back being like, the Asian guy won. Take it out of the Olympics. <laughs> Get, it's not a real sport. Okay. But at the same time, like, shouldn't it belong in the Olympics over? No, you know, it should be like in the cross X country games. skiing. No, it should be in the X Games. We should have the Olympics and the Extreme Olympics. Then nobody's gonna watch the Olympics because it's good. Get rid of it. Oh, yeah, I. I mean, I agree. I haven't watched a thing. We should of it. only have. Did you watch Olympic skateboarding? wrestling? No, but I just heard that the Asian guy won. Like wrestling, like WWF. Yeah, or, they you know. have. So they're do, they're adding jujitsu to it. They, I Why? think, added Muay Thai to it. Why? Because these are sports in other countries that are really popular. What and other country world... is going to win against Thailand? England, maybe? No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. No. That, it's happened before. <laughs> Unless they put Senche in there. Exactly. I would just yeah. send him in there. But even, like, You're going even in all the weight classes, Senche. <laughs> Liam Harrison from England and... Senchai have fought multiple times. Yeah, it's Senchai. pretty interesting, and Senchai's Senchai getting won. pretty old. Yeah, of course Senchai won. He's the fucking, he's the fucking Harlem Globetrotters of Muay Thai. Sweep. Yeah, but they're adding all those sports. I, I get it. Like, I get why they're trying to modernize it. It is weird to add all the shit all at once and then still keep like curling. Yeah. They were talking you know. about uh, on a podcast. Uh, it was a really good point, but they had a. I guess in the Olympics they do the what are they called the uh, the karate poses. Um, tai Chi. No, like you know how like they go through those motions in karate of like oh, each pose. Katas. Yes, katas. Yeah. So they have katas in the Olympics. <sighs> and they're yeah, like but they also have floor gymnastics. No. This is the point is they're like it's as if you had someone in the Olympics for shadow boxing. Because <laughs> yeah. that's that's what it is. Yeah. And it's like it should not be there at all. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, because if you don't use your feet, it's not interesting at all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, like, could you imagine if they had shadow boxing yeah. as a segment? <laughs> Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blocking to no one. <laughs> oh. Okay, yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, this, you got anything else to say about Wendy? Wendy Clear? 
Windy Clear? I don't know what the song title means. RJ, do you know what it means? I do not. Okay. thought it was one of those like Blink-22 inside jokes, you know? Probably just uh, a girlfriend. They broke up with something. And right. now he's clear. That. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's a name and then a thing. So, you know, two, two now. Um, so, so just side note, I forgot to mention when we talked about now we're going into Enema of the State. So we now just got Travis Barker. Oh, don't forget again. His name in the Aquabats because they all have their, you know, their alternate personas. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Bandicoot. Uh, his <laughs> name was Baron Von Tito. Oh, all right. That was Travis Barker's name in that band. Von Tito. Cool. It was a cool pool party. <laughs> Have you ever listened to the Aquabats, Mike? Yeah, they fucking suck. What? <laughs> oh, man. That's it's like if the music. B-52s and Who Weird Al got together. Who suck? They all suck. De- Devin's all silly boy. <laughs> the B-52s suck? Yeah, they all suck. Devin, what was your first concert? We don't. <laughs> he is the original silly boy. It was the Star Wars tour. He convinced the... you of silliness? Are you saying that? I mean, I think I was silly before that. I was definitely <laughs> silly before that. I've always been a silly boy. I've just been forced into saditude, you know, <laughs> through a life of sadness. But I've, I'm, I'm still a silly boy at heart, you know. I'm a silly boy. I'm a, I got a silly boy shell with a sad interior. You know? No. It's like a silly M&M. <laughs> um, all right. So moving on, we've got This Is Home uh, off of Neighborhoods, track number eight, two minutes and 46 seconds. This is a Delonge track. Delonge. So it's interesting because we've got a Delonge, Delonge, a Hoppus Delonge, a Hoppus, back to a Delonge. Delonge. Yeah. Mm-mm. Neighborhoods is the sixth studio album from Blink, um, released in 2011. Due to conflicts within the trio, the band entered an indefinite hiatus. I don't know why I couldn't read that. In 2005, the members explored various side projects after two separate tragedies. Regarding uh, the band and their entourage, the members of Blink-22 decided to reunite in late 2008 with plans for a new album and tour. It is the last studio album to feature the band's Enema of the State era lineup. Did you say they had problems with the cast of Entourage? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, we didn't like the ending. (laughs) Who had a problem with Turtle? Nobody got a problem with Turtle. Uh, One of the Wahlbergs is in that. Is it Donnie? Donnie is in it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much, but uh, it's about Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Technically. Which is insane. Um, if the, the, show. the band studio autonomy tours, managers, and personal projects stalled the recording proce- process, which lasted uh, from shortly after the band's February 2009 reunion to 2011. So there was a time when Blink 22 broke up. Yeah. They did it twice. Yeah. I did not know that. It was a big deal. Yeah. Literally, uh, I think. I could give a fuck. Oh, it you was, don't remember those times? <laughs> it was an enemy of the state, then they did Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, and I think they had like the live album somewhere in there between there. And then they broke up. They got back together like two years later and did the self-title, and then they broke up for like five years, six years, and then they came back and did this again. Yeah, and this was like the big one that came out that like... So is Angels and Airways before this or after this? I think it's in the process of... 
okay. I think that's when they started doing more side projects because they're like Blink's one, not a thing anymore. That's when you had, I think, plus forty four, but you had boxcar racer. A boxcar racer was before that. Yeah, it's before this. Before early, early aughts. That was oh, that was before. That was their first breakup. That was before. They, they didn't break, no, that's like two thousand two, two thousand three. They're they're like, hey, we want to do like a little side thing, and then I guess mm. Mark was like, hey, that's pre self titled. Yes. Yeah, well okay. before self titled. That's what I'm thinking. So then they broke up, and then I think they started trying to do their own thing because Blink wasn't a thing anymore. And then they came back together, and then they broke up again. And they're like, "Oh, let's continue on our side projects." And then they got back together, and they're like, "No, we kind of hate each other." And then they broke up finally. Hmm. So there's a chance. Mm-hmm. So you're saying there's <laughs> a chance? <laughs> yeah. If alien, if if the government says and has an alien. Do they get back together? If the government no. says there's Tom, a, they have an alien, Tom's no, all about it. He's that means like, he has go. more work to yeah. do. <laughs> yeah. If they say, like, without a shadow of a doubt, there are no aliens, then he goes back into the caves, you know, back into the darkness, being like, they do exist. The government just doesn't want us to know about it. Fuck you, and Mark. Then, I knew it. Then, yeah. <laughs> then maybe they can make bands because he needs to get his message out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's always the conflict is between them two, right? I believe so. Yes. Travis is just like I'm staying out of this. Now he's just quiet in the back. Yeah, he doesn't speak. They're like, you know, uh, on a half baked, you have the guy on the couch. He's just the guy on the drums. <laughs> yeah. Like he speaks by like hitting the toms and the snare. <laughs> like, are you hungry? That means yes. He says things like, I speak with my music. <laughs> now, to be clear, RJ, this is your favorite Blink-182 album. Yes. Is this your favorite song from the album? Uh, it was hard to pick, but this is one of my top ones. Uh, I did have a couple of different ones, but they were complete different styles. Uh, so this one had more of a, a dancey feel to it. <laughs> you don't say. And I was just like, all right, we'll throw this one on just to mix things up. Just to mix things up. I mean, it does, a four and five, like, kind of fit together. That's why I was like, I, I need to do that just to mix the two together. Yeah. Um, so I perused this album a little bit. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say that the self-titled is, from what I heard from Neighborhoods, is far superior they, they, they are very unique. I, I do like, I mean, I like them both, but I think I'd pick Neighborhoods for them. That was always my impression, too, is that the self-titled is far superior. But I've heard from multiple people, Neighborhoods is awesome. Still haven't listened to it all the way through. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like they really locked into something. And it, listening to this, it felt like they were just trying to continue down that route. Yes. Well, and see, that's like, why it doesn't quite work the same way for me. Because you have you have like, you know, the endless state state and then you have their take off your pants and jacket and that had all their rock show and all those other ones. And then it like I think there was just a hiatus that they had and all of a sudden you come back with the feeling this song and it's like that doesn't sound like blink but it kind of does and it was just like that's weird and then you kind of hear the rest of the album and you're like all right, cool and then you you throw always down and all those other hits on there you're like all right, this is a different blink. And then it kind of off of that, they kind of turned into neighborhoods, you know, like five years later. And you're like, all right, this is a remake of the Blink-182 self-title, but it's it's different as well. 
And Neighborhoods was released like to mixed reviews from critics. Some felt it was a natural evolution from the band's previous releases, while others found it stale and disjointed. Yeah, there's one mm. one of the old customers that used to come into my work. He said that he hates this album. Oh, I know him. He's a big Blink fan. Yeah, he has a Blink <laughs> one too, a tattoo on his arm. Yeah. Oh, does he call you a bitch every time he sees you? <laughs> you like this fucking shit? You like you like fucking neighborhoods? You, you think like that fucking you're a Blink fan? Yeah. Well, well, he likes. Where's Matt, your tattoo, bro? He likes <laughs> Matt Skiba, and he's like, I'm thankful that they actually have a good singer in the band now. And I was like, Hell hey, yeah! You man. take your Blink. That is a factual statement, though. Yeah, yeah. it yeah, is. I, I agree, <laughs> yeah, but I, mean, I was just like, still don't like them. Yeah, he is a good singer yeah. like comparatively <laughs> yeah i think anybody i'm a better singer than tom sometimes i don't know about that say <laughs> where, are you? You where are you right, you're better thank you you got the job <laughs> i'm so sorry <laughs> um yeah the i i've never listened to this album i've heard from a lot of people that it's awesome um it's it reminds me of fallout boys direction if you remember, like... Yeah, but here's here's my problem with that statement, is that I feel like the self-titled is doing that, and Fall Out Boy was able to up the ante every time. Yes. This so, just feels like a like they're, they're grasping at straws here. So, Dude Ranch is Take This to Your Grave, or Enema Estate is Take This to Your Grave, from Under Cork Tree is self-titled. Yeah. And then this is... Whatever bullshit album they have after that, that I don't like, but it's all but they like have some hits dancey music. Dance, dance. That one, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that one's kind of catchy. It is. It, yeah, yeah. They got sure. some hits still. But that goddamn arms race song, I hate it. <laughs> I hate that song. And then they did some like straight up techno shit. Um, and I don't compare it to that in sound or in like Infinity execution. On high. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I compare it to that in the sense that they were going for something different than what they've done before, which if you hear Dance Dance or Arms Race, it's like, and you heard Sugar Were Going Down, I wouldn't compare those two. I wouldn't think they're the same band. This is kind of the same thing. If I didn't hear Mark and Tom's voices, I wouldn't think this is Blink, uh, even after hearing the self-titled. It's like, oh, Dance Dance is from Under the Cork Tree. What? That's interesting. Oh, okay. That just ruins everything. Else. <laughs> just had to Google it. Damn. It sounded good. I liked it. All right. Good job, guys. Thanks. Man, the acoustic version of Sugar We're Going Down. Woo. Woo. Punchline was this band from that same era that was kind of similar. They were basically Fall Out Boy number two. And they had this live video of Panic at the Disco. Okay, don't get me started <laughs> on them. But Punchline had this video of them playing this show, like an acoustic show, and they were friends with the uh, Fallout Boy and the singer Patrick Stone. Yeah, yeah, uh, just came out in like the middle of the set and like started singing the song with him, like for like doing like a duet on the chorus. And I was like, this dude's got a fucking ridiculous voice. But at one point, you see the singer, like the actual singer, kind of getting pissed. It's like, hey, you're too good. You yeah. got to go. You got to go, dude. He is. It is pretty interesting seeing this like redhead mutton chop dude with, uh, with an base, army hat. Yeah, with the army hat on. Yeah. Who just belts the way that he does. Oh, <laughs> he's got a crazy voice. Yeah. You know, um, 
But I feel like they were trying, like Blink on this album was trying for something the way Fall Out Boy was trying for. They were trying to break into that mainstream. and But they were already there. They were? But for who? For RJ. Does that matter as much as it matters One for people <laughs> 10, years, 10 years younger than him? No. You know? So this, like, this is when they should have had a, a Rihanna on the album. You know what I mean? Yeah, something like that. Definitely, Ooh. that's Rihanna time. That's prime Rihanna time. Do you know their EP that they came out after this? Did have Rihanna? They on had it? an EP. Had Yellow Wolf on it. I don't care about him, or Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they started venturing into other people. Dog eat dogs or something like what that. What Batgirl Riri? And that's when they hook up with Wheezy. Yeah, I literally don't think they've had many collaborations over the years. <laughs> yeah. It might have Still been just Travis Barker with Wheezy. I don't know if it's Mark uh, No, the, the, the well, they had uh, just to promote that tour. Oh, with, okay. Uh, they actually had, like, Lil Wayne, like, do all the small things. Like, he was, like, rapping that. Hell yeah. All that small things. Hell yeah. I, don't you dare do a Wheezy impression. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> don't you. I got on the small <laughs> I'm a millionaire. Chameleon, the freaking Nigerian hair. I love Weezy. I got millionaire. You guys need to know that he's for me. For me, for you, he's my third favorite MC of all time. Why you gotta hate from outside the club? Y'all can't even get in. <laughs> you guys don't even know Weezy <laughs> like, like I know Weezy. You know he shot himself, bro. You know he likes. Syrup <laughs> <laughs> on his pancakes. Mm-hmm. That's good. So I hear. I heard he. I heard he has so many pancakes. Once he had to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> He's a silly boy. Uh, Devin, do you like this song? Um, I uh, at first I hated it. Yeah, and it grew on me. When I distanced myself from the Blink One Eighty Two thoughts and the idea that they were just trying for trying for something new, and it was like, given what they were and what they are, I was fine with it. And what the music was at the time, like I was fine with it. If it came out today, I wouldn't like it. Um, but I, I didn't mind it after three more listens. I appreciated it more, I guess mm-hmm. is the way to say it. I, I didn't necessarily like like it. But yeah, I agree with that. Appreciate it a lot more. Yeah, I agree with it. I really think Travis Barker is the reason for them becoming popular. That's what some people said. Yeah, and it's not because it's like, oh, he's a crazy drummer. Like he is, but it doesn't show in the songs, and nobody cares about that in mainstream culture. I think well, it's just because he has he had all the tattoos at the time. And he was no. that guy. Like, he was the face of it, you know? No, the Silly Boys what got them famous. Yeah, the Silly Boys were up in front. The they were Mark and Tom. A lip ring off to the side. Yeah, That's a Silly Boy. Cadillac tattoo and a boombox. No. No one when, can see it. He's behind a drum set. Just like Chad Muska. Is it What's My Age Again when they're making fun of all the boy bands in the music video? Oh, that's why they're running around naked. Uh, the all one? the small things. All, all the, small the small things. things yeah. Was the boy band. They're just making fun of. They're being silly boys. They're Is making fun about of pee-pees? 98 degrees. Bark has like the, the white song. shirt on the beach and he's singing. You know? Yeah. They're silly boys. But yeah. why didn't they do that on Dude Ranch with Damn It? Why weren't they as silly? Yeah. I mean, they were silly, but they figured out. 
their but success, he didn't catch anybody's attention. They had more money on Enem of the State. <laughs> but why? Well, I think that their success is when they figured out how to be silly and still pop. I think that that's because, like, damn it, is I would say like ventures into radio friendly pop elements, but it isn't like a silly boy song. Mm. I think that the, once they figured out the combination of being like, oh, we could do pop and silly boy and have it be successful. That's where I think that's how they get like super famous. Well, see, I think. Well, I mean, just in the timeline, they have "Damn It." It's about like love. Josie, it's about love. And then all of a sudden, you have "What's My Age Again," where it's just them streaking down a road in their music video. It's just like who's this band running around naked on their music video? It's like you know you can't show that on TV, and they're just singing about like doing like prank phone calls on people. They're just talking about like you know your husband's. Like sodomizing with other people, you have yeah. People like you know, it took off my pants, but then I decided to turn on the TV. Yeah, especially <laughs> like, like think about stuff. like this is the height of like the Man Show. Yeah, this is yeah. the Joe Rogan one. Yeah, <laughs> <Bullshit> Jimmy Kimmel one. <laughs> this is like Crank Yankers territory. Oh yeah, this is Comedy Central. The retarded puppet <laughs> at its this, best. This is where Eminem's probably fighting that dog. Uh, what's that? <laughs> DMX? No, no, he's just, uh, <laughs> he I kid, I kid. Yeah. Remember oh, the dog triumph. the puppet? Yeah. Oh, triumph. triumph. The comic dog. Yeah. Dude, he was out like three years ago. He's yeah. still out there. He doing it. <laughs> he didn't age at all. <laughs> no. Still same cigar. Never yeah. finished it. <laughs> I think that's Seagull. Uh the dude. Yeah, Smigel. Smigel, that's right. Yeah. Smigel. The, uh, Robert Smigel. Fucking uh ambiguously, ambiguously gay, gay duo. Gay duo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Ace and Gary. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> You mean Dustin and Dustin? (laughs) (laughs) Got that penis car. (laughs) That's the best show. Yeah, they just remind me of Dustin. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Not new Dustin, old Dustin. No, no. Calm down. The gay face Dustin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. The one with the Monroe piercing. That Dustin. (laughs) Dustin never had a Monroe. Yeah, he did. I, I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I was like, you motherfucker, he did. <laughs> he pierced his upper lip. <laughs> he penetrated his upper lip. How dare he? There's a picture somewhere that I showed somebody, and it's just like, you know, early him, just with the long hair, and they're like, like literally just a stick figure, and they're like, that's not Dustin. I was like, no, that's Dustin. Yeah. They're like, no, Dustin's big now and does like CrossFit. I'm like, no, that's no. emo, Dustin. Let's do the Monroe with the nose piercing. And when he was going to cosmetology school, yeah. that's the Perfectly Dustin. cut hair. <laughs> yeah. Is this, is this black Volvo, white Volvo? All the Volvos. All <laughs> the Volvos. This was the station is, wagon. Yeah. So yeah. we'll include Silver Civic in there. That counts. I, I like how like people... Like it's trendy to like get a Volvo because it's like ooh this is like unique and yeah. indie, but like <laughs> those were just the car like the first white Volvo. It's like my dad's from, from my, Belgium. Yeah, well, no, <laughs> it came from my dad because my dad bought it because he needed a car oh, to drive. Yeah, like so originally that was just the car that he drove around besides his work truck, and then something went out on it, and Frank bought it for super cheap, and he, Angela was driving around for a while. Then Dustin got his license, and then they liked that one so much that they they bought another one, and then they bought a fucking station wagon and, like, three other ones. Like, it was just, like, a necessity 
Devin, are you just telling me that you're really the trendsetter of the group? That's yeah. all I'm trying to say without <laughs> saying it. Because that's really not cool. You were to into say, Volkswagens but. before Dustin. Is that what you're saying? Um, I mean, that is just a fact. But yeah. Like, that has you were into bicycles it, yeah. before any of us were into bicycles. I mean, if we want to talk about my vinyl record collection, <laughs> like, I have a lot of them. And, you know, I've had them for quite some time. I watched but, you know, Zeitgeist at your house. Oh my god! <laughs> it's such a if if you've never seen Zeitgeist, now is the time, people. Wake up! Open your fucking eyes. Is that on anywhere anymore? Oh it's, no, it's banned. It's canceled. People don't. You can't handle the truth now. It is funny that Devin is like the trendsetter of everyone, but you don't get the credit. I don't. I don't get the credit, man. Yeah, I'm not going to credit him right now. No. I don't need the credit, you know? Were you disc golfing before anyone else? I mean, yeah. Like, I was just playing <laughs> dumb whenever, I, I whenever wish we went out. we can go back into, like, like, a time machine and just have, like, you know, just the weird, just, I want to, you know, check out with a random date. And I'm just literally seeing, like, younger Devin, younger RJ, and Devin's like, for this new Blink-182 artist... And I'm like, what do you mean, Devin? <laughs> yeah. Never heard of them. He's like, you should check them out. You might like them, RJ. But do you I like Cadillac some... Grills? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, his name's Luda? <laughs> That's weird. So check this out. It's rap music, but a white guy. <laughs> Guess what his name is. You're going to like it. It's Candy. <laughs> Eminem. <laughs> now, to be clear, though, Devin does like peppers. So like... There's a big of a yeah. disparaging thing yeah. there. They They're going to come back. Where it's like, Devin's super into Volkswagens. That's the trend for Volkswagens. But he also likes pepper. They will come back. You'll see. People just don't know about them. Okay? Like, they're not just reggae. They're music. Wait, since we're bonding right now, mm-hmm. did you like Limp Biscuit back in the day? I liked uh, Chocolate Starfish. Did you not go ahead into Significant Other? Nope. Because I don't know where I found that. I never liked it. You found it through Dustin. That might have been because I was like, I, I know my stepdad bought that, but it was the edited version. And I was like, oh, I, can't, I need Fred Durst to curse. And I was so <laughs> mad. And I was like, this sucks. He bought the edited version? Yeah. What? At, at Walmart. Because <laughs> they only have edited CDs there. Oh, that sucks. Do you, do you Goddamn Tipper Gore. Do you think Dustin would uh, admit that you're the biggest influence on his life, Devin? Um, You know, <laughs> I think in a court of law... <laughs> If no, still no. <laughs> hand on the Bible. Nope, still no. You know, I don't. I don't think. It would, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I I would appreciate the credit at some point. You know. Uh, I would love for one day Dustin just call you, be like, Devin, you know, I'm just so thankful for everything that you gave me in my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is like. Like I've I've never been like a, a Democrat, even when we just figured out what <laughs> politics were. Yeah. Like I've never been a liberal or a Democrat. Like I've never thought of myself that way. Yeah. And at certain points, I've been like, oh, I'm voting Republican. But most of the time, it's been like libertarian or independent. Yeah. Um, and I've just always thought that way. Um, but now, like, he's full on like Republican. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, like having friends. That, there's, I don't have too many that are like full on Republican. Most people are like super liberal or don't give a shit. So it's funny, like 
both of those groups trying to talk to me and be like, don't you think this is crazy? I'd be like, I do. <laughs> but <laughs> you don't agree with me on a bunch of other stuff. <laughs> so it's like, isn't it crazy that you can't get abortions? Like, isn't it crazy you can't own a fucking missile? Like, yeah. A lot of things here, but I agree with you, but you don't agree with me. Like, people always think like, rip, like, Oh, Republicans, they're just they're just libertarians. Like libertarians are just Republicans. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. But yeah, you got that from me too. <laughs> um, all right. So rounding off the mix here, we've got the first time off of nine. It's opening track, two minutes and twenty six seconds. Uh nine is the eighth studio album. That's what this says, RJ. It's the eighth studio album. Oh, the I know. Ba- uh, Blink says <laughs> otherwise, but Wikipedia says eight. Uh, composed of Mark Hoppus, Matt Skiba, and Travis Barker, began developing the album after fulfilling touring obligations for their previous release, California, in 2016. Now, is California good? Uh, I've listened to it a, like two, three times, and I'm like, eh, it works. It, I, I've never latched onto it. Mm. Uh, same thing with the this one. It was just a skiba, just you and your skibas. I was just like, ah, okay, okay. It still sounds like Blink, but it's just it's not the whininess. I need his whininess. Need more whiny, less auto tune, more whiny. And I don't know. I've heard some people argue online that it's like it's not Tom's way of doing, like playing the guitar. It's it's a little different than skiba might do and you're like oh we can hear influences from his other band i was like i don't hear that because i never listened to his other band mm-hmm. but i was just like ah, it does it's not tom and i cannot latch on to that you're you're a delange head i mean i like them the trio scott can come in occasionally <laughs> uh nine received positive reviews from music critics many of whom complimented its upgrade to the band's signature sound as well as its nice. moodier lyrical content I heard this one's a little darker. I kind of skimmed through it. I didn't listen to the lyrics. It debuted at number three on the Billboard 200 domestically. Um, The band promoted the album with North American co-headlining tour with Wheezy, as well as five singles, including I Really Wish I Hated You. Wheezy from the Jeffersons? (laughs) Florence Henderson? So because of getting to this song, is the reason why I wanted to uh, know the orders of how you guys felt towards these songs. Okay. Is because of getting to this song. So, RJ, I heard this song, and I got to be honest with you, I was pleasantly surprised with the song. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't know what to expect, right? Because yes. I hadn't heard any of the new era blink. And I listened to it, and I was like, oh, like, this is interesting. Okay. And then it come it, it kept on listening to the mix and come on again. But like, oh, this is actually I don't mind this. It gets kind of stuck in my head. And so I listened to this album, mm-hmm. and I was under the impression of something that I was pleasantly wrong about. So I was under the impression that Matt Skiba was replacing Tom. Oh, it's a new band. <laughs> and that is not the case. Mm-mm. This is a new blink. Yeah, I was like, well, this is what this is how I feel towards it. I feel like Mark replaced Tom 
and Skiba replaced Mark. That's how, listening to this album, I don't know about the other one, listening to this album, that's kind of how I feel. And I was expecting to hear more Skiba. There's not a lot of He's Skiba. He's very quiet. He's yeah. very quiet. He plays second fiddle to the hoppus. Yeah. Now, like, Mark's true. The, 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 the front man now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if you do listen to the previous album, they do have some of their slapstick stuff they bring back. I was pleasantly surprised that that's not in this album. This one doesn't have it at all uh, that, that I've noticed. Uh, they might throw something in occasionally. But the other one, it's just like, let's go swimming in our pool with all the men. And it's like, you could just take that part out. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say some of the songs on this album sound like dog shit. Like they're Some of them, not my favorite. Awful songs. I'm just like, what do you like? I understand what you're trying to do. It is not working. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it's it's interesting that like I would say for all the Blink albums that I've listened to, they all do the same thing. And I wonder if maybe the self title is the only one that's not like that, which is why I like that one the most out of the albums. Is like you can listen to this song and you know this entire album what it sounds like. And mm. I feel like out of the albums that I've listened to from Blink, other than maybe the self-titled, that's kind of how they are. Like once mm-hmm. they have like a specific sound that they're that they've got going on for that album, that's the album. Hmm. Is that true? Is that a true statement, RJ? Uh, I mean, do you've got some uh, prizes off of like take off your pants and jacket where you're just like, I wasn't expecting this at all. There was one on there. I don't remember what it was. I can flip through the songbook, but um, <laughs> there was one on there that always caught me off, off guard, like mm. as being more uh, musically diverse than the rest of it. I can't remember what it was, though. I know. I know on the self-titled and neighborhoods they have their like. I think it's Blink One Eight Two, the self-titled that has like a, a, a letter read from. His grandma of his, like grandpa writing her like from World War Two, mm-hmm. I think that's from that one. And then it goes into like an instrumental. Then it goes into the song, and it's like you know they've never really done instrumentals before, so that was like that was something new. Mm, yeah, interesting. Um, okay, and it was like a little harder song if you will, if you want to use that as like like you know, it's just like yeah. it's not just their poppy songs. Um, it's kind of I like I would sum it up as you could say this is like a boxcar racer song because boxcar racer had the harder, more distorted version of Blink One Eighty Two, and I think Neighborhoods does that on one of the songs they have a little instrumental. I think I like the the beat on there that Travis did on his drums, but it's just like you know, besides the rest of it, they do sound similar on some of them. But like I said, I picked something from Neighborhoods that had a little dancier feel than another song that I was gonna pick. Mm-hmm. So they do sound different to me, but maybe it's because I do. I don't know. Yeah, it might just be the production of the songs that I'm referring to, uh, that the production, they all sound like once. Anytime I'd I'd listen to one of the albums, almost every song sounded the same production wise, uh, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I know. I was just listening from uh, Dude Ranch to Enema of the State. 
you just listen to it and you're just like, oh, your vocals are so much more compressed. They're so much more mixed. Mm-hmm. And you can hear that on Enema State versus Dew Ranch. You can yeah. hear it like 100%. You're like, oh, Mark, you sound 100% different. Tom, you sound like you can actually kind of sing a little bit. <laughs> well, I think that's a good point Mike was making that I didn't even realize that Mark is singing Tom's parts now. So anything like if you think back to like Enema of the State, especially like anything that Mark would do, Tom would do something very different. Yeah. You know, like it might be shorter parts. It might be longer parts. It might be like, it might seem like this is a Tom song or it might be a Mark song, but either way, like Mark, he's playing the bass. He's got the voice of the bass player. Like he's got the, uh, long drawn out, like, yeah. Right. And like, Tom is like, bam, boom, bam, 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 you know, he's all over the place with it. So in this, Mark is like not necessarily going as crazy as Tom DeLong, but he's going out of his comfort zone a little bit as I, opposed to the last ones. Yeah, I definitely, know. I think that's the reason why there's on this album, there's so much auto tune on him. Yeah. That makes a that lot might more be. sense. Yeah. Because he, huh. he is trying to do different stuff with his voice. So I'm like, Luckily, you got computers to help you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Even in that song before, like the, he had a few more like melodies to it because more, like most of the time, he was just kind of filling the space with well, his voice. Like he's like, I've been doing the same thing for 16, 17, yeah. 18 years. All right. Now I'm the lead guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, All right. Try something new. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was pleasantly surprised listening to the song, how much I enjoyed it. And there's some songs off this album that I liked. Um, I do. I listened to the whole album once, and I do think for me this is the best song on the album. It was one of those like like I know you're like if you pick this as a mix for me, would it be like you know five out of five? Don't like the album, don't like the new band, but out of the, this album, I'm like this song. I can actually stand this. It's catchy. Yeah, and yeah, and it should be included. Given their trajectory, yeah. And then you have Skiba. I was like, "You're not Tom's whiny voice." You but I like it. him. He's not it's whiny not fine. though. It's fine. Yeah, I like him. He's not yeah, whiny. Fine. No, that's the thing. RJ's saying you're not Tom's whiny voice. As in, oh. I want the whiny voice. I want Tom back. You yeah. want Tom was little... back. I would love this. Like, yeah, I love what they make. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they make shit. <laughs> I would love it because it's the three of them. Again. See, he's a Tom fan. Yeah, you just you need a bitch in there. You need a bitch in there. You don't have a bitch in there right now. Whoa, think, bro! Whoa. You can't be calling for No, no, that. I'm saying featuring, <laughs> featuring that girl, Riri. Yeah. You can't be nah. featuring her or like that. Don't call her a bitch unless you're pulling her hair. That's what she always say. I think I don't know. She fucks a lot of guys. I don't know. She got that umbrella. Yeah, under my umbrella. That's a pussy. Uh, Devin, how'd you feel towards the song? Um, it was fine. Uh, it didn't. If I didn't hear Mark Hoppus's voice, I wouldn't know it was a Blink song. Yeah, and I wouldn't know it was Alkaline Trio because I don't listen to Alkaline Trio, and I never have, and I never will. There's a Alkaline Trio song I like. The only one that exists. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one coming out, and I'm be like, cool. Yeah. Like, but at the time that it came out, I remember hearing it and being like, it's nice. I don't need any more music like this in my life. I have enough of this, and I'm moving on to something else. Which, this is probably it. Yeah. It's kind of like Jimmy Eat World, but like goth. Oh, yeah. Does this sound like the first time? 
It's like Jimmy Eat World and Brand New if they were goth. Yeah. Yeah. I like that song. Yeah, it was fine. And I remember hearing it and being like, yeah, cool. There's like music like this. And I'm moving on to something else. Which brings me to my point about Blink's trajectory with this type of stuff. Are they writing music for their fans from before or fans that they hope to get now? You know, are they like, I feel like they're self-titled. They picked up a whole new crew of fans. They picked up like you were probably 20 at that time and you were a fan of it. And there was like 12 year olds that were like, this song's sick. Who is this band? They had never heard Enema State. Take off your pants jacket. Like, it was new to them. So are they trying that same thing with this stuff or with neighborhoods or with California? You know, I, I don't know. I think, but I feel like that's the reason for the change in sound. I think they're stringing the old people along. I think that they're trying. This is the this is the as artistically talented as they can get. Okay. <laughs> I think that it sounds listening to this album, it sounds like they're trying really hard. I mean, that makes sense. Like if you ask Andy Warhol to paint a Monet, it's like, no, I'm Andy Warhol. I paint soup cans and pop art. Well, this is the best thing. So uh like high level artists, this is what they do, which I'm hoping maybe maybe you got some hope in there for Blink if they are genius level songwriters which i'm not sure if they are, but <laughs> what normally like uh, a master at its craft what they'll do is they'll get to a point where they've mastered it and then they go backwards and start deconstructing everything and trying to do things as simplistic as possible yeah. and so maybe after this after them trying to because this album just sounds like so produced like they are throwing and if you look at the um uh, it's funny when you look at the songs on wikipedia Every, almost every song has multiple songwriters to it. So it's not hmm. just Hoppus, or it's not just Delange or both of them together. There's like some songs with like, I think this song has like four or five people on it. That, yeah, that sucks. That also yeah. means that some dude with a fucking harp would come in and be like, I think like the producer will tell them like, you know, I think it might need a little bit extra in the background. And this mm-hmm. dude's like, I played these two notes and now I get songwriting credit. Yeah. (laughs) Which works for some people like Justin Timberlake Mm -hmm. on some of his songs. He has like nine songwriters on it. Yeah. Um, But I don't, I don't know if it works for Blink-22, but hopefully they go backwards now. Yeah. Like as you were saying, RJ, like it would be, or I don't know if you're saying this, but if it would be nice if they were making music for their fan base, their original fan base, because those people are still buying music. They're just not buying music the way, the younger generation is buying music. But at this point, does it fucking matter? Like they've made all the money, right? What else is there? Like, why are, why are they making this music? That's why I think that it's because honestly, this is the music that they want to make. Yeah. And which is a bummer. That's odd. (laughs) Like it's not because if this is like a stepping stone into where they want to go, then I'm fine with it. But if this is what they want to do, because it's tough with record labels and producers and losing a band member and starting over with a new member to find your sound, you know, and like to to have deadlines for shit. I'm going to get cancer. And to get cancer, that doesn't help, <laughs> you know, and to be vegan. 
That sucks too. Like you have deadlines and shit that you gotta you gotta meet. You have producers that you have to work with who sometimes won't work with you very well. Like maybe it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to. So I hope this like would be a stepping stone in something that they want to do artistically. And I feel like they did that really well with the self-titled album um, compared to Anima of the State and their previous stuff. You know what? They need the wizard. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> you know? If they had something like that, and like you were saying, strip it down yeah. a little bit to its bare minimum. Like, what do you need? What makes, what is the essence of Blink-182? And take that and uh, attribute that to everything that you do in the future. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, it's not, a, it, it's not a note or like a melody. It's like, what is the essence of what makes Blink-182 you? Take right. that. Make that. All right. Well. Yeah. All right. But it was it was an okay song. <laughs> All right, our jizzle. Yes. Uh, for uh, the D O double G Devin, uh, you guessed for him five four one two three. Yes. Five being his favorite. Five, my favorite. Three being his least favorite. Yes. How did you do that? RJ, will you read your score for yourself again? Two, four, three, five, one. Mine is two, four, one, three, five. Ooh. Two, my favorite. Interesting. Like Lifetime. Four, my second favorite, surprisingly, because it, it caught me. Like the... I don't know how many times I listened to this, but after the third listen, it caught me, and I knew I recognized it as a stepping stone, as something they wanted to do. I'm like, I appreciate that, and I also like the song more now. Thinking like taking it out of Blink One Eight Two. One was in the middle just because of the quality of it, and uh, like I really did like that song originally, but somehow hearing it over and over again i was like nah, it's fine it's good three yeah it was okay and five was just my least favorite because i felt like it was so far removed from everything else that they were doing which i strangely like connected to the band listening to this and then listening to five i felt disconnected from it hmm. yeah rj were you expecting that to be so close to him? Well, it's pretty close. We're very pretty similar. Yeah. Very similar. <laughs> did, you just, did you say that in general that you guys are very similar? Like, I mean, Two peas in a pod. Two pods in a pod. We sleep in a pod. Mm-hmm. I saw... Uh, I sleep when I pee. Yep. I saw <laughs> pee in the pod. <laughs> I was driving. I saw two pigeons just sitting next to each other and one was pecking the shit out of the back of the head of the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Is that accurate? That's pretty much fair. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Should see me sleeping and he's throwing a pillow at me and be like, hey. wake up, you're snoring. Super <laughs> bitch. What are you doing? Um, all right. So for me, RJ, you said five, two, one, four, three. Yes. Five being my favorite, three being my least favorite. Yes. All right. My favorite song is five. 
Oh. You are on point. The rest of them, not so much. But <laughs> you got you got good on the first one. I enjoyed yeah. it. Five. I liked it. Every time it came on, I was into it. <laughs> um. All right. So I went five, one, three, mm-hmm. two, no. okay. four. Oh. Four okay. was my least favorite. Okay. Two was my second to least favorite. Which are those mm. you guys' favorite songs? Yep. <laughs> You're a country divided. <laughs> I don't know what that means. I thought it was it. This is the reason why I wanted I'm to make it. I'm surprised uh, Wendy Clear's yeah. a little higher. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, both of you, I picture you just being like, it's a very generic song. It is, but I like that song. Like every time Enema of the State, what? Mine was at four. Uh, that I picked for you, or no, for me, no. Wendy Clear was at four, so yeah, it was like literally one of the Wendy Clear one. It's 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 like a, it's if you just listen to it like a background noise, it kind of blends in. But if you like listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh, it's the end of the like the track of the album, so you're just like, oh, it kind of kind of puts you down a little bit, you know, after just hearing all the small things and you know, what's my age again? Yeah, I yeah. liked it. I'm gonna be honest with you, RJ. I'm gonna give you a four point five on this. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I like the title, the 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 order of them. I mean, other than one to two, it's a little weird, but you got to do what you got to. Um, I probably, I, I'm honestly giving you four point five because this was so listenable for me. Um, there's like, I other than like track four is the only one that I just like didn't like, but the rest of them I fairly enjoyed it. I listened to a couple of albums because I enjoyed some songs. Uh, so I'm giving you some extra kudos because of that. So I'm giving you 4.5. Good job. I do think yeah, that you great. should have something from uh, the self-titled. T- take off your pants. <laughs> I'll put something for take off your pants. Oh, and yeah. Down on here. Down, I would say down, self-title down, is down. Well, I didn't want to put any of those big big ones. Like I didn't put any diamonds on there. All the that small is true. Things. I didn't I get, put any of yeah. those. Buddha, I was or like the the carousel. I was like, eh, I'm gonna still throw that on because it's not really a single. It is tough with these five songs where it's like, especially bands where you don't know if we've heard it before and if that will like ruin the experience of the mixtape. It's like, do you want to make your f- top five favorite songs of this artist? Do you want to make it chronological of the most important albums? Or do you want to do something else with it entirely? So it's hard to like balance that. So like my list was just like songs from the albums that I liked in mm-hmm. chronological order. Okay. Yeah. I think that's the way to do it. And I don't know if it's the right answer to like steer away from popular songs to like for the sake of them being popular because I feel like Sometimes, like, if that's your favorite song. Yeah, I would say put it on there. I'm on board with making mixes that I enjoy listening to. So as yeah. long as you enjoy listening to it. Yeah. 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 Thing. yeah um, I give you four out of five. Four point zero out of five. <laughs> four five? Four five. <laughs> four five. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I liked... Uh, I liked hearing some songs that I hadn't heard or hadn't heard in a long time. I liked the chronological order of it. And I liked that it got me thinking about Blink-182 like objectively as opposed to the like, them being mass, bitches. them being bitches and like <laughs> the mass hysteria around Blink-182 at the time that they were popular. 
Like I haven't been able to step back and just be like, oh, I'm going to listen to Blink-182 because that will never happen. So <laughs> this made me actually, I haven't listened to one of the albums, but it made me want to listen to like their newer stuff and kind of compare it to the older stuff. And Dude Ranch is like kind of a cool album that I might like listening to on the same scale that I would put Weezer's blue album. Yeah. Blue album. My name is Jonas. Yeah. The sweater <laughs> song. Uh, Mike, you listen to Cheshire cat, right? Yeah. Uh, Devin, have you, you've heard dude ranch. Mm-hmm. I listen to dude ranch, Mike. Um, I would, I'd say Buddha, but Buddha sounds very similar. Cause I think they use like one or two of the same songs on Cheshire cat. They just kind of repeat, produced it uh better quality um but i listen damn it because it's kind of you can tell that it's like Ooh, dude ranch dude ranch here. you're listening to it and you're like you still have old blink but i can see that you're gonna be enemy of the state soon yeah that's the thing about that one it's like it's they not do have polished. their stupid funny stuff though and i hate it it's silly yeah. i was like take that off it's not polished enough to be enemy of the state Mm-mm. and it's still unpolished enough to be kind of pop punkish. You know, Enema of the State is technically pop punk, but like Dude Ranch is actual pop punk music and it's a fine album. Like if you listen to the Wonder Years, you're gonna like Dude Ranch. Nice. I don't know if you listen to the Wonder Years. I think he said he doesn't like them. Probably. Yeah. Entire <laughs> thing. They, um, I mean they do happy stuff sometimes. <laughs> um I'm very, my... I'm very particular with my pop punk. They do have some sad stuff. I mean, Aaron no, West in the War again, very particular. Doesn't Aaron West in the sad. Roaring Twenties has some great sad stuff. A whole was, sad concept I was album. Not convinced when you had them on a mix. When I don't think I had them. RJ, I, I think the RJ had them, but the album as a whole, ooh, great. I don't remember what song he picked, but I think it was my least favorite one the on intro there. One. <laughs> I think it was my one. least favorite one, but I I just like that album as a whole. <laughs> All right, RJ. Yeah, uh, I think for yourself? myself, uh, actually, Mike, you gave your you gave me a higher rating than I gave myself. You should give yourself a five out of five. I should, but I hate nine. <laughs> um, so it's just because the general of just I don't like their older stuff. Um, so I gave myself it just was a four point three. Right in the middle. Right and in I the was middle. Just like, yeah, I was just like, honestly, it's just like. I like the mix, but if I had to pick favorite songs, I probably would have put something from their self-titled album and just taken off nine off there. But it is just symbolized through, you know, a blink of an eye, time flies. So I was nine? just like, I want to go through all of their albums. So yeah, I was like, uh, you're the you're the cream between our cookies. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you're my cream feeling. <laughs> yeah, so four point three. I, I mean, I'm happy to this. Like, I I would listen to this mix again later on. I have listened to nine a couple times, and I was like, ah, it's not for me. What are you talking about, Nine? Nine? Their album. Nine's the last album. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, there's five songs, dude. Which one are you fucking talking about? I'm going to give myself Four? a nine. <laughs> I don't fucking get it, dude. Nine out of five because it's oh. a banger. I had no idea. Okay. That makes more sense. All right, guys. What's next? You should be able to guess what this mix is based off the title. Okay. okay. I think I'm okay. nervous. All right. Is it? Bob Dylan had sex with a 12-year-old child? (laughs) I wish. All right. Examining the heart of a sleepy boy. 
you wait. You said I should be able to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> For you that know this riddle, I mean, is are is this? Are you the sleepy boy? Am I? First question. Yeah. No, I'm not the sleepy boy. Sleepy boy. I'm a sleepy boy. Who's a sleepy boy? Archie's a sleepy boy. Archie is a sleepy boy. Oh wait, are you examining Archie's sleepy boy heart? Am I examining the heart of a sleepy boy? Oh no! <laughs> I took some chances on this. Okay. <gasps> oh. I I could have gone straight up with it, but I took a couple of chances. You did, and I'm. <sighs> this might be really good. I t- trust me. Yeah. Okay. So again, I'm gonna say I'm making mixes that I enjoy listening to. Okay. Okay, so I made a mix. I enjoyed listening to this mix. Oh, this is every this is him in five songs. Do you know the second song? Nope. Who's okay. If you just just listen like can I just play you just the opening of it yeah. real quick? Yeah. Yep. Postmodern jukebox. Yeah, I had to dig deep. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you hit every, you checked every box on this. Nah, I went for some, I went for some standards only because we don't, we haven't talked about them yet. No, no, that's and fine. Then I was able to combine two things I didn't know that I, that existed. <laughs> I'm assuming yeah. RJ <laughs> was aware of track three. <laughs> I didn't. I was not. Aware. I don't know. I haven't got it yet. Oh, you haven't got the mixtape? No. Why are you holding up your phone in excitement for then? I was looking at Snapchat. RJ, you <sighs> have to fuck? look at this mix. You haven't gotten it? I don't know. Here, I'll just, you can look at mine. I don't want to look at you. You got the <sighs> stuff on your phone. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> are you looking at all of them? Yeah. Christmas? Okay. Cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This is amazing. I don't think you could have done a better job. <laughs> I love That's all of this. Ridiculous. <laughs> I get a lot of joy from this. I don't know what some of them are, but it, it just you know they're That's amazing. Yeah. All right. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, uh, a, a piano mix of a I great know. song. <laughs> I know. I didn't know that existed. And I found no. it. <laughs> nope. It's it's it it okay. is is it's a good mix to listen to. Okay. Fuck. It's a <laughs> that my biggest honestly, and I'm glad you're having this reaction, Devin, was that I kept on thinking, I'm pretty sure Devin's gonna like this. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, just in general, Devin can attest for this. There's already two out of five hearts, meaning Oh yeah. He's already hearted two. <laughs> I've hearted some of them prior. Oh shit. So you're winning already. <laughs> Because I, I, I just I, – there's some – I wanted to get to the bottom of this, RJ. And I wanted to put okay. together a little little thing that's like what I think is – you can kind of boil RJ down to this. From mm-hmm. what I've question. learned about RJ. Only question, yeah. does it have an intro, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus? Yeah. I'd say five of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed this. Five <laughs> of five already. <laughs> um, it is funny that – 
plus 44 and yellow card and sugar cult are all recommended songs from this mix so i don't know what that means that's pretty tight, actually. Sure, <laughs> sick. <laughs> Jumping off the walls is a banger. Whoa! Yeah. I remember them. I'm down off the walls again. I'm I'm kind of nervous, but I'm excited about this mix. I again, I took some chances. Are you, have you listened to the third song before? I have not. Okay. I, I again, it took a little bit. I found it, and I was just like, I don't know if he's heard it. But it's the two things that RJ likes a lot. So. <laughs> yep. Oh, I'm so curious what this sounds like. Oh. <laughs> yeah, mm. I had to make sure to go out on a sleepy note too, which is why we got a piano mix. Oh, and, oh, you know, way to do it. I love the artist too. He's he's, he's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's no John. You know what I'm saying? Mayor. Yeah. So basically, RJ is getting two mixes back to back. Yeah, nobody's John Mayer, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> should have cleared that up. I would argue you should make one next week for me. The solo and then and the original version of it is a pretty fucking great solo. That, uh, well, have you heard a great guitarist? Make a mistake with me, part two. <laughs> I don't think you have from Mud on the Tires because that's a great solo. Four different guitars playing four different solos. One on a baritone guitar. I don't think you ever see that. That's great. That's pretty good. So yeah, Arja's getting two mixes back to back essentially. So, should feel proud about oh, this. Arja. Oh, that's gonna be He's weird gonna listening week. to it at work. <laughs> Why? No, it's it's kind of all Is over. It's gonna the be place. popping a boner. I don't think it will be because I think it'll be all normal stuff that you would have listened to anyways. This is nobody, on my mix. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not exactly on your mix, but it's like the same as everything that's on what you listen to at work already. Yeah, yeah. It's right in there. Right yeah. in that wheelhouse. Yeah, right in that hole. Right in that glory hole. <sighs> Everyone's just going to be swooning at work, RJ, when this comes on. Just moist and swooning. <sighs> Snail trails <sighs> everywhere. Snail trails <laughs> I work out to this mix, RJ, and I get pumped when that comes oh, on. <laughs> get pumped? I feel like that's like the the relaxation. Like it's kinda, not for me. I no. get happy and excited and blood flowing everywhere. You know that Tim McGraw song, "Don't Take the Girl." Yeah, <laughs> song gets me fucking pumped. <laughs> <laughs> Something about it. I'm like, I feel this song so much. Like I could work out to that song, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, yes, next week we will examine the heart of a sleepy boy. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, you can find us wherever you get podcasts. You find If you want to listen to this Blink-22 mix by itself, you just search Five Song Mixtape all over world on Spotify. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, you can. Um, and, yeah, on to the sleepy boys. I yeah. think I'm going to start an OnlyFans of just me sleeping. Oh, well, they just canceled OnlyFans. Well, no. For no. naked sex. Ooh, Be specific. I, that's how I sleep. Sex. <laughs> Penetrative sex. The kind that Bob Dylan had with a 12-year-old girl in 1965. <laughs> like, I'm going to go to sleep, and then whatever happens to me while I'm sleeping, it doesn't count. So that is my OnlyFans. That's your OnlyFans? Yeah, so is that how you're tempting Devin? Yeah, is this? Hey, I'm, a <laughs> I'm a recording, <laughs> are you? <laughs> Whatever are we happens, Devin. Are we, are we making money off of this? <laughs> How yeah, many subscribers do you have? 
two, which is me. And, and you? They pay? <laughs> just you, Not Kevin. Much. It's like four bucks. Yeah, for <laughs> I'll do it for four bucks. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do anything for it. Like four bucks. It's like, hey, that's sugar a sugar-free Red Bull. That's <laughs> a fucking crush man. <laughs> All right, on to Sleepy Boys. <laughs> 